everyone, and welcome to Nerd, Nerd Alert. Alert. Thank you guys so much for, for joining us. Today we have a very special topic for you. Um, oh, I've yeah. been dying to talk about this for like ever. <laughs> Be ready for an amazing and controversial topic of the Marvel Universe. Uh, this is your host, Bridget. This is Jen with a G. Hello. <laughs> this is Maddie. So we're so glad to have you all here to talk about... Drumroll, please. Da -da -da. Da -da 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 <laughs> Marvel hair. Marvel hair. Don't care. Thor Riel, All the good things. So, yeah. Um, we've sort of... We've mentioned this in previous episodes before of the importance of hair and hairstyle to certain characters. And mm -hmm. the more... It, it kind of came up frequently enough that I thought we really need to dedicate a special episode to this because... You know, hair is a big deal. Hair is the way you express yourself and your Definitely. identity, who you are, you know, and I think it, it, it symbolizes a lot, you know, your age, your style, your mm -hmm. personality. And so um, I think that's also very true for our characters and props also to the, you know, stylists and designers and everyone who came up with all the fabulous hairstyles we see in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, who should we start with? Let's go. Let's go. Well, I know who I want to start with. <laughs> if anyone's been listening, if anyone's been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you will know of my obsession with Steve Rogers, aka Captain America. <laughs> um, I haven't had the chance to really talk about his hair, though. So, so I mean. We all know Steve's hair changes a lot, but sort of only in the latter half of his career as an Avenger. Mm -hmm. um, when we first meet him in uh, the first Avenger, he has, you know, the classic 40s style cut, you know, um, combed over at the top. And um, it's, I mean, there's not a lot to it. You know, it's, it's like the classic style of that time. And, mm -hmm. you know, it and it doesn't really change in, in the first movie. I mean, his hair probably becomes more like luscious or something after his mutation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little more shiny. I don't know. A um, yeah, a little fuller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, he has no split ends ever. Ever. Um, <laughs> that is one of the perks. Thank you, Dr. Erskine. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and so he keeps that same golden boy 40s look in Avengers, which I think is important because he has that conversation with um, Coulson on the plane, you know, like, he's talking about his outfit, it's a little old fashioned, and Coulson says, well, people could use a little old fashioned right now. Um, so I think that's like supposed to be his character, you know, you really lean into the whole man at a time thing. And I mean, not that the not that his hairstyle, I guess, is like all that outdated or something, but it's part of his whole ensemble, you know, super clean cut. Yeah, um, soldier boy look um, very presentable, very neat, um, you know, and so that's like that's like his image, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why he's called in to make all those dopey, you know, instructional videos. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't see his hair in those. Yeah, those propaganda videos, exactly. Oh, he yeah. must have been so annoyed, actually, now that I think about it, because he was the propaganda monkey in the 40s. Mm -hmm. He was selling war bonds, and then he had to do it again. And the, oh, wow, I'm sad. Um, Aww. <laughs> but. It gets better, okay? He does not always remain the show monkey, all right? In Winter Soldier, it's you see, it's it's kind of shorter and a little fluffier at the top. He's he's starting to use, you know, 
little hair gel to get it to fluff up a little bit, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Give so a it's a little up, you know, and it's, um, yeah, so it's a slight, it's not a huge difference, but um, it is something, he's still got, again, the very presentable look. He's clean cut, uh, clean shaven, all that good stuff. And yeah, but then everything goes down in in Civil War and he loses his friends, his team, his shield, and, you know, and again, that whole um, golden boy image, right? He is an outlaw. He's on the run. And so with that, the next time we see him in Infinity War, he has this long, again, luscious hair (laughs) blowing back (laughs) in the wind and the full-on beard, you know, and um, I, I love... I love Steve's face so much. And so you would think I'd be very upset seeing the Infinity War poster for the first time and seeing that he has a beard and everything. And, you know, actually, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I loved it because instantly because I thought this represents so much about how his character has changed. You know, it's like. He, he is, like, wild and free, and he's always mm-hmm. wanted to break free, I think. You've always seen he wanted to break free of this image, this construct yeah. that's been yeah. made for him. Yeah, ever since he, be, you know, became Captain America, he's had to live up to this particular image. You know, people could use a little old-fashioned. People could use someone like you. You know, they look up to you, and so he has to... I think he, he's always felt like this need to perform and to mm-hmm. be a certain way, but this is just yeah. a total breakaway from that. I mean, I think, um, I, I mean, I, it's funny to think about this meme uh, on Tumblr, but I've seen it before of like, you know, Steve and the Avengers. It's like, I'll bring her home by, you know, 9 PM, sir. And then it cuts <laughs> to like the bearded infinity war, Steve with the long hair. And he's like, I'll bring her home whenever the F I want. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, okay. Bad boy Steve. Yeah, exactly. Bad boy Steve. And he and he is, you know, it's like, um, yeah, he's not he's not beholden to anybody anymore, you know. And he's doing what he believes is right. And right now he believes that his hair needs to be long and free. And so (laughs) (laughs) but it's also, you know, obviously just the disguise element, you know, because a lot of ways he's almost not even recognizable, you know, his hair is darker the beard's darker and yeah. you know everything so there's also that element of just like being more incognito and stuff yeah um, and so with all that you know facial hair extravagance we got to enjoy but then the defeat um of you know after thanos's snap like pretty much <sighs> yeah. right after that right after that he shaves it all off the the beard and he gets a haircut um does he cut his own hair? Who cuts his hair? This is these are the questions. I want to know this. Yeah, that I, is I a need... very good. Question. What right? lucky person gets to touch the mane of Captain America? Ooh. This, is, this is what I want to know. Like who cut? Like you see him shaving himself, but who cut the hair? You know, like I don't think he could have done that look himself. No. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> not. Um. So I don't know if if someone could let me know what Wakanda intern did that, I'd like to shake their hand. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, so, <laughs> you know, we see that angular jawline accentuated once again, but, um, I found, I found that interesting. I mean, what do you guys think of him choosing to do that in that moment, in this moment of defeat that he goes back to this look? I was a little surprised, but at the same time, 
I can see why he did it because like what the world needed was to see that their heroes were still going to fight. We're we're not just going to take the defeat sitting down. So he needed to get that image back like one last time, if not to try and make things right. But I mean, it's not like um, the common folk, quote unquote, are going to see him, right? I mean, this is just like yeah, his fellow I think, teammates. I think it was more internal for him. He was like, all right, I'm done being grunge Captain America. I'm going to go back to a version of myself that's a mixture of self-respect, but also non-conformity. Because <laughs> I think yeah. his original, you have to remember too, he was in the military. So mm-hmm. his original movie- was based on the fact that he had to have that uniform look and now he's beyond all that but he still has this level of self-respect and needs to be a a leader yeah i mean his hair is longer still so yeah it's still long but i think he's more clean looking Mm -hmm. yeah i i find that interesting the idea of self-respect and that that being sort of the reason because it is i think it is more for himself i mean before when he had that look yeah it was for everybody else but this is for for himself i think mm-hmm. not even more than like his team or whatever i don't think they would have really cared what hair he had um, <laughs> given the circumstances yeah uh, like just please come yeah <laughs> <laughs> be there yeah so uh yeah and then yeah i mean that's that's pretty much the evolution of his hair unless you want to talk about him getting old and it turning gray but like it's <laughs> that it's still hurts age. me so uh, yeah. no <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Hey, look, he's alive at the end of this movie. That is more than I thought I would ever get, okay? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) We can't have everything. Um, Alive and and did everything he was supposed to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ultimate happy ending. Yes, with still perfect hair, I might say. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Captain America doesn't go bald. Yeah, that's a plus. I I can dig the old man, do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's my whole spiel about Steve. Anything yeah. anything you guys want to add? No, nope, I you think covered it, man. It. <laughs> I got this base covered. Yeah, girl. Get it. <laughs> Speaking of self-respect, we see a huge transition between Thor and his uh, you know, personal appearance. Wow. Um, we, you know, we go from long hair to short hair to, you know, shaved, not shaved. Um, I think everybody knows that he's famous for being the, you know, beastly, long-haired lumberjack of a man. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> in, when he's originally uh. introduced. And I think everyone who played, like, you know, Avengers or or, you know, has read the comics, they know that his signature is that long, luscious blonde hair. So um, Shakespeare in the park. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like this Shakespearean look. And, um, you know, it's like about shoulder length hair. It's not like super absurdly long, but it's long enough that you're like, he's he's intentionally not cutting that hair. And I think because it's blonde and because he's like this sort of, I don't even know what, uh, like, historical god he comes from i think it's it's norse right he's a norse yes god. it's yeah norse. so he's definitely like this sort of european looking guy and he's you know 
beefy and has facial hair and probably to keep warm in one of those Norse countries. <laughs> Beard makes his face warm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we see that I think that his image gives him a lot of comp- uh, confidence. He's really confident mm-hmm. in the way he looks. He's really, you know, his hair blows in the wind as he's holding Mjolnir and gu- gliding through the galaxy or gliding across a planet. Um, and oh my gosh, you yes. You just see him, you know, like you see him holding Mjolnir and you're just like watching him fly through and he's the wind and the hair and it's flowing and it's it's very heroic he might be sweating a little bit (laughs) if you can't Mm. tell like i think he's pretty hot he's (laughs) definitely my type as as with many women in this country and and maybe some guys too (laughs) all people all people he's universal yeah he's a universal hottie that's that's exactly right um (laughs) so we see that he has the same haircut through most of the films until we get to Ragnarok when Oof. he has a short do. Um, and Ragnarok, I think, is when he loses his eye too, right? Yeah. 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 So he's he goes through quite a transition through that period and he doesn't have a beard. Um, well, he does. It's, I mean, it's, he has one, but it's more of like a trimmed close to the face type of thing. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, so he kind of loses that, as Bridget calls it, a manimal. <laughs> the manimal look. <laughs> Um, and goes from like a lion to a lioness or something. <laughs> he loses his mane, <laughs> which I think is also a symbol of him kind of losing that glory and and that power and self confidence that he had. Because Ragnarok is when he really he technically loses the battle, you know, and he's losing at life. And yeah, um, you know, things are starting to roll into a direction where he, you know, it's out of his comfort zone. And um, so, you know, with his lost parents and Loki and everything, and um, he's not really, like, by the end of Ragnarok and beginning of Infinity War, I mean, he's he's not a god anymore. He's completely losing his whole, you know, gloriousness. <laughs> so I think that, that that was really well represented by his look um, throughout the films because you can see that he's you know, and even his clothing changes, I think, too, along with his hair. And he just kind of goes to this sort of dark and sad version of himself. And then, as we all know, after he gets, you know, defeated by you know who, (laughs) he who shall not be named, (laughs) he goes into this whole other transition where he's like bro version of (laughs) Thor. And he, he goes back to the long hair and the beard and all that stuff, but it looks way worse. Than it did before. Yeah. It's sort of tired looking and like he definitely stayed up and played video games twelve hours straight for a week. Aww. So I think that a lot of a lot of the characters will see, you know, go through that transition when they have a life situation. And I think a lot of us can relate to that because you'll see like your dad or your brother or somebody like kind of losing <laughs> losing their uh their grooming habits when things are happening and when and so I think Thor is like the perfect representation of that because he just loses everything he thought he had. And he's one mm-hmm. of those personalities where when he loses that fame and fabulousness, that's just everything. It's his identity. So, um, you know, they really did a good job of representing that with his his hair change. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I think also part of him growing it out long after Ragnarok was 
that he was trying to get back to that glory that he once had um, and, you know, try to bring himself back to some kind of version of what he he started with, which he ended up not really achieving very well. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. So, poor guy. I, he goes through a sort of a sad transition instead of a lustrous one like like Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he does go through the, he goes through the ringer. I'm curious to see if how his hair is in uh, Love and Thunder, if if that will yeah. shift at all, if he'll, yeah, I don't know. Will he keep the long do or something? I think that's probably the most likely scenario, but I'd be probably. interested to see. Well, and I think, too, once we do see it, we'll be like, okay, maybe this long hair doesn't represent what we thought. But <laughs> for the Who time, knows? for now, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the the long hair can mean different things at different points of his yeah. life, you know? Yeah. Like, I think uh, in the beginning you could say it represented his pride and glory and, like, the glory of of, of um, Asgard. But yeah. I think I think post-Infinity War, it's sort mm. of just like a, almost like a security blanket sort of thing is why yeah. he throws it out, yeah. you know? That makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, so so his hair his hair is a pretty pretty big deal. Um, you know who else's hair is a pretty big deal? Oh yes, I know. Natasha. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh oh, like last spring, I think, Jen I, I, I can't remember, we did this full length episode of just appreciating Black Widow and all the different facets of her character. Yes. And that was the first time we did a deep analysis based on hair um totally wasn't planned either we just kind of went off from there yeah we really did it was just a jumping off point so i'm gonna i'm gonna play a little clip of that just to well to see if we want to revisit anything that we said before about her hair all righty her hair okay no it is super special thing that we want to talk about but her hair always looks awesome and different in every movie, and I just want to talk about it. Because, like, literally, think about it for a sec. Has she ever kept the same hair cut, hairstyle? You could argue, okay, between uh, the first Avengers movie and Age of Ultron, it's the same. It's the so, short, somewhat curly hair. Somewhat wavy, yeah. Curly, wavy Which, you hair. know, all right. It's a little poofier in Ultron, I noticed. Yep. Like, <laughs> her they, curls were be- were tighter in <laughs> Avengers, so it's still a little... But literally, di- they, they first introduced her with, like, this massive curly red hair. You yeah, know? the super tight curls, like, little ringlets and, like, yeah, which super was long. fabulous. Yeah. And I can't believe I just said that. I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, her looked good in that one. Um... I think I think my favorite of her hairstyles is in Civil War. I think it looked the best in Civil War, personally. Like it's like long and it's like soft curls, but nothing crazy or in your face. Like yeah, it's, it's subtle. It's a subtle hairstyle, but still looked really good, even when she was you know riding on a motorcycle or like kicking someone's <laughs> butt. Like it, it's just like hair flip. Oh my gosh, she's fabulous. She truly is. <laughs> The blonde look I wasn't a huge fan of, but it was something that I accepted more than some of the other things I had no choice but to accept in <laughs> some of the MCU. But I think my favorite hair that she had was actually an endgame. That transition from blonde to red, where there's still kind of a bit of blonde there. Like, oh, so you uh-huh. liked it at that moment where she had the blonde tips? And yeah, the blonde- okay. I, I liked that. Why did you like that? It, first and foremost, I'd like to point out that Scarlett Johansson could pull off any hairstyle. She really could. 
But I don't know. It's almost like that transition. It's almost uh, metaphorical. She's mm. blonde in Infinity War. Right. You know? Blonde. She's cool. She's like ready to get things done. But here in Endgame, she's like, all right, you know, it's time to sort of shed away the hero that lost and to come into a hero that's going to make sure to win this time around. That's really interesting. I like that. I like the symbolism involved in that. I the- can't believe we just got deep about hair. We got deep about hair. <laughs> like, the blonde tips are still, like, a reminder for her, like, this is what we lost. That's true, because it's not like she dyed her hair fully red again. She it didn't. Was, it, it was a slow process of it growing out. Yeah, it's like, I just loved how it looked, first and foremost. Just The red is sort of a callback to her original red hair that she's been going through for God knows how long, but the blonde was still there to show, like, she was blonde when all this bullshit was going down. Uh like a bit of her current self and her past self all rolled into that self that we knew and like loved and cried over in endgame that was my favorite hairstyle personally that's really cool we got deep about hair. i know we got deep i'm really proud of us that's, that's <laughs> a whole level of fandom right there is when you analyze the hair um <laughs> man getting deep about hair even back then yeah yeah. Who knew you'd take it a step further? I know, right? I think but man, I stand by what I on. said, personally. That still yeah. is my favorite hair that I've seen from Natasha Romanoff. Oh, so wait, Maddie. Um, What's your favorite hairstyle that Black Widow's had? Like, you've heard me and Bridget, but what about you? Well, I'd have to say my favorite is her most... Uh, well, I think it's her most, you know flexible haircut it's easy to do the short red curls you know from the original avengers movie it's just very versatile she can you know wear it with any outfit and it's easy to to do up or do down if that's a thing (laughs) 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 and her short bob kind of reminds me like i like her her short bob because i i'm sporting the short haircut right now and so i I think there's a lot of power in that. (laughs) Me likey, me likey. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. She can pull off anything. I stand by that. But you're right. I can definitely see her pulling off her moves with that short hair without any getting in her face. Yeah, yeah. She can just pin it back and boom, done. No styling needed. So wait, like we mentioned before that in Age of Ultron, her hair was that still uh, curls, short curls, but a little fluffier. Do you prefer that one or just still the first Avengers where the curls are more tightly packed in? Um, I like either one. Personally, I like the fluffier curls because it's more like my hair, but um, her tight nice. curls are, are cute too. I think that's really like, it's sort of like a endless you know timeless classic style so yeah Yeah, i dig that it's definitely like it feels like primarily the black widow look but Mm -hmm. like you know it's hard it's hard to think of a primarily black widow look because her hair as we mentioned changes so much yeah yeah it changes with her you know her role yeah, exactly. Like it, it reminds me of that whole that you know very pivotal conversation she has with Steve in the in the car, the stolen car, um, where she asks him, you know, who do you want me to be? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, oh my it's, gosh, yeah, yeah. It's like she wears whatever hat is needed, whatever hairstyle is needed for the moment. You know, it's it's not even about who she wants to be; it's about who 
other people want her to be, which is very interesting yeah. actually now that I think about it because it's sort of similar to Steve's thing of like, you know, who other people want him to be versus himself. And I think, and we'll get into Bucky later, but I think he also deals with that. It's like, you know, who am I versus what other people tell me? Yeah. 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 That's why those two are good friends. They They get each other. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Hmm, but hey, speaking of badass women, let's move on to Carol Danvers. Oh my gosh. So I don't know about you all, but I was like pleased to see when she comes out, you know, blasting her way through and everything. And but uh, truth be told, I was a little surprised that she comes out with this mid-length hair, you know, like like how Brie Larson herself typically wears it. Yeah. And I don't know about you, I'm not as familiar with the Captain Marvel comics, but when I first started reading the Miss Marvel comics, uh, Carol has this really short uh, lady mohawk hair going for yeah. her, like, and it kind of stays that way for a long time, you know? And yeah. for all I know, maybe her hair was like that short length uh, woman hair, I guess, but I, I wouldn't know, I should have researched this, but uh, either way, my point is that I'm used to her having that lady mohawk. So I was a little surprised to see her hair as it was that we saw in Captain Marvel and then throughout um, that little snippet that we see at the end of, uh, well, not the end of, the beginning of Endgame and everything. But I was pleased to see that she cuts her hair, you know, after that five-year gap. Because I'm thinking like, okay, now this is the Captain Marvel I personally recognize. And usually when most people think of Captain Marvel, like even if they're not as familiar with like Marvel or the comics, like they know her as having that that short hair. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure why like she cut it, especially during that time. Because again, like I mentioned, it's been five years since they lost the war to Thanos. You know, she's like an intergalactical police officer of sorts, I suppose, an ambassador. And yet that that is when we see her with her new hair, when the Avengers on Earth are talking to her, keeping up on her. I thought it was a little surprising and I wondered why, you know, because like, like, did she think to herself, you know what? I just wanted to look more like a badass because <laughs> people need to take me seriously. I don't care what you are, Zebo Darian or otherwise, but you need to, like, take me seriously. Or maybe the writers and Brie Larson figured, oh, wait, hey, uh, her hair's kind of short. We should we should do that. We should, we should fix that. Yeah. Either way, I don't care who decided what. Or if this was, like, purposely done by the designers. But either way, I love the new Lady Mohawk. And it's what I'm most familiar with. And it's what Miss Marvel is familiar with in those comics. So definitely love it. Yay, Carol. <laughs> yes, Carol's awesome. Yes, yes, she is. I don't care what her hair looks like. <laughs> <laughs> she could go bald. I would be like, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd, that kind of goes for any female character we're just like yes yeah yes. <laughs> that's true yes <laughs> oh my gosh yes but um okay so the next character we're going to talk about is bucky and we jen and i touched on this in our previous episode of mm. uh, the super bowl disney plus trailer analysis we kind of got into bucky's hair and it was then that i was like you know what we need to do the full length episode of <laughs> marble hair um but, Give him uh, his shining moment. Yeah. Yes. 
if you if you guys want to hear our thoughts um, about that, you can go back to that episode. But I wanted to give Maddie a chance to to kind of delve into it herself and see if she had anything anything to add about you know our understanding of Bucky's hair. Yeah, yeah. So I guess to start off, as we all get introduced to him in the MCU, he starts you know enlisted in the army or the military, you know, with with Steve Rogers. Um, with that classic 40s style short kind of combed over hairdo, which I think most of them had to have for, you know, uniformity again, like yeah. the military. Um, and, you know, personally, I think this man looks sexy with any kind of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sexiness aside, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just about, you know, the his ability to keep himself clean and all that stuff. Um, and so I think he looks, you know, pretty average. When, when he starts off and then we see him as the winter soldier and we see a change we see this sort of like <laughs> i call it the 70s yacht rock singer <laughs> hairdo wow <laughs> you know, that's like, very specific very <laughs> specific. if you think about it like all those yacht rock bands like hall and oats and yes like you know uh bgs and <laughs> like those kind of guys they all have that long sort of mid-length like circling their face hairdo yeah that, <laughs> and that sounds about right yeah and he's totally adopted that and it literally is just i think the upkeep for that is literally just nothing like they just they rinse it with water and, <laughs> and they do nothing else <laughs> oh my and, gosh uh, so i could totally see him like sporting that as a you know like a singer for a yacht rock band but um oh my gosh. it also I think in some ways, as as we've discussed in the past, it symbolizes the fact that Hydra was clearly not giving haircuts. Oh while, my gosh! You know, you know, while he was subdued under their uh, as a slave for them, <laughs> um, as Winter Soldier. So you know, coming out of that, he was he was you know a different, unkept man. <laughs> but. Um, and it, he didn't choose it. I don't think he chose that hairstyle. And we know that, you know, he later goes back to his short style when he, you know, comes back to himself and gets de-winter-soldiered uh, by, what's her name? Shuri in, in Wakanda. Doesn't well, she, he yeah. still has the long she hair in Wakanda. Him. Yeah, yeah. But later in, uh, what is it, in Endgame, isn't he... Doesn't he have no, hair? he still has long hair. No, it's not. He doesn't get the haircut until the first preview of the Disney, the Winter. Wait, no, Falcon. Wait, my brain is like brain <laughs> oh farting gosh. right now. <laughs> I don't remember Falcon wow. and the Winter Soldier. I think that's what it is. Oh my gosh! Yes, it is. is. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, so and he but doesn't. That, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't get the haircut while he's in Wakanda. You know, he goes. Ar- he's on the run. He goes around probably doesn't have time to stop at a barber or look in the mirror to see how you know terrible he's looked while Aww. being a slave and so poor guy <laughs> and um you know you'd think that while he's on the run he might want to look a little less recognizable especially since there's you know a very powerful entity looking for him um but yeah, no i call it confidence if you're out there and people are looking for you and you don't change the way you look <laughs> <laughs> Because you, you see it, like, everyone on the run in the movies is always like, okay, first thing they do, buy some hair dye, cut it all off, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't do that. <laughs> so he's clearly <laughs> in a hurry to get to wherever he's going. But, uh-huh. um, you know. 
but yeah, so as Bridget mentioned, we see later that he gets sort of his new image, um, turns a new leaf, and he doesn't look like the uh, the 70s yacht rock. He's reclaiming <laughs> that beautiful, you know, well-kept manly look. And, uh, yep. you know, I think it just met, like many other transitions, especially since, you know, we're seeing that with the male characters. It's It seems like when they go through hard times, they just... They get all grungy. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Which should tell us if we're looking for, you know, a man out there, we should <laughs> avoid the grungy ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Pro tip. Yeah, yeah pro tip. <laughs> avoid <laughs> grungy looking ones. <laughs> They're having a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's something to be it, it it's just so interesting to me just that he goes back to this old 40 style look is mm-hmm. and that's something that he chosen but is it because going back to the whole like image thing is it for other people is it for himself i mean we can't say because we can't watch the show and we yeah. will not for a long time probably but <laughs> a long um, time <laughs> um you know i think uh yeah i mean i Jen and I had talked about this before when we were talking about his hair, but like he could have changed it to any other other kind of hairstyle. He could have done yeah. the man bun thing. He could have, yeah, you know. But he didn't. He goes he goes to this clean cut look, and what does that mean? And you know, is he trying to clean up himself? You know, or is he trying to go back to his old roots, his old self? Yeah, like what is, is he looking mean? for something familiar, or yeah. or what's 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 going through his head right now? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the silence is the abyss that is Bucky's mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> so that deep. Uh, Bucky. But you know, speaking of people whose minds are a little like, wow, let's talk about Stephen Strange. <laughs> that is a really great whistle, Maddie. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank I know, you. right? I nice. So, truth be told, I kind of forgot that Stephen Strange was, like, clean-shaven at the beginning of his movie, you know, when mm-hmm. he's a surgeon. You know, just, mm-hmm. I honestly forgot about it until Bridget had mentioned, you know. And it's so strange, like, that he was clean-shaven at first, before he goes from grunge to, you know, clean-cut kind of facial hair. But anyway, we theorize that because he's a surgeon, he doesn't want to deal with his facial hair and the medical mask. You know, probably an uncomfortable feeling, you know? Right, yeah. So we had, at, like, you know, I had asked the question, like, do are surgeons allowed to have beards? Is that a thing? Like, you know, is it... <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> is it not sanitary or, or what it... What, like, you know, I because, like, I couldn't really think of my... In my vast knowledge of surgeons from television, I was like... <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure I know too many bearded surgeons. I mean, my instant there's... reaction to that was, uh, have I ever seen a Grey's Anatomy person <laughs> with beard? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, so so offline, I had like re- done a little bit of research. Like, is this a thing? Are, are surgeons allowed to have beards? Is this a thing? Um, and I found this study from the National Center for Biotechnology Information. It's a study from like 2016, so not too long ago. And it was called to beard or not to beard bacteria, <laughs> <laughs> bacterial shedding among surgeons. And uh, the abstract said uh, beards in the operating room are controversial because of their potential to retain and transmit pathogenic organisms. 
Many bearded orthopedic surgeons choose to wear non-sterile hoods in addition to surgical masks to decrease contamination of the operative field. The goal of this study was to determine whether non-sterile surgical hoods reduce the risk of bacterial shedding posed by beards. The conclusion... Bearded surgeons did not appear to have an increased likelihood of bacterial shedding compared to their non-bearded counterparts while wearing surgical masks or hood. So in normal person speak, beards don't really make a difference. Really? But the public perception is still there, I think, regardless. I can understand that, though, because my grandma talks about this time when she was young and they went to the Twinkie factory. And they saw this man mixing some of the Twinkie batter with his arm bare arm and it was hairy and she said <laughs> oh, back in the, like in the 50s or the 60s whenever this was she was more like she was horrified <laughs> so i can understand like not wanting to have a hairy surgeon like if you're gonna be opening me up i don't want your you know shedding in my body <laughs> <laughs> well i won't look at twinkies the same way again i never did either <laughs> <laughs> But I thought if they allow him to make Twinkies with his hairy arm, like, how worried should we be? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) FDA said it was fine, so. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Whole nother thing on that. But anyway, I'm I'm just thinking to myself, like, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch, the actor, he's usually clean shaven. So it could be a matter of convenience. But either way, I can see Doctor Strange himself. Like, not having a beard for the sake of being the best surgeon ever. Because that was clearly his goal before he became Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah. But poor guy. After his accident, you know, where he lost use of his hands, we go back to the whole men grow out their facial hair, you know, during times of stress. Because he got that grunge look, you know. He really pulled out that hermit, I only take a shower once a week kind of look, you know. (laughs) Yeah. The hair was long and brushed and his beard was like very scruffy, you know, it just, you could feel his depression from just looking at him. It was, right. it, it was a bummer. It truly was. But of course, you know, after he gains his abilities and starts, you know, practicing with the temple and everything, you notice that he cleans up his hair and actually like cleans up the beard instead of just shaving it all entirely. And, you know, he's even got this cute little cowlick in the front, you know? (laughs) Mm, Maddie likes. (laughs) Yeah, and I thought it was interesting that he kept the beard. Like, granted, it's more groomed like, uh, you know, Iron Man. Right, and I'll interject here. There is, in the comics, like an ongoing little gag of Tony Stark saying to him, yeah, facial bros, facial hair bros, high five. And Steve <laughs> Strange just like, I hate you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too bad we can't see more of their friendship. Sigh. Yeah. But anyway, we have this, you know, cute little headcanon theory that he's always low-key wanted a beard. But, you know, Doctor Strange couldn't because, you know, he was a surgeon and, you know, he don't have time for that. Yeah. Headcanon accepted. Yeah, I think I that's that's kind of how I understand that whole hair transition, which, you know, I think I think his is more of a positive, you know, hair change. Right. Sort of more like yeah. Steve, right, where he kind of evolves more into himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we have Clint. 
Um, so his, his hair doesn't change extensively. I mean, it's pretty consistent through the movies that we see him in from, you know, the first Thor movie uh, through the Avengers movies. Yeah. You know, normal dude cut. And then, you know, and then suddenly he, well, loses his entire family, which moment of silence for that. They're back. It's fine. Um, but, you know, in that interim in, you know, after Infinity War, he goes from the regular dude cut to angry revenge vigilante mohawk. And yeah. I mean, it's extreme, you know, totally shaved on the sides and really long mm-hmm. at the top. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like he looks like we're talking about oh, rock star, like super, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> insane rock and roller, mm-hmm. like, you know, like. Oh my gosh! Eyeliner and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like pretty wild. Like somebody from Mad Max. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yes, it's his. It's his assassin look, like serious assassin look. You know, oof. Kills people with the spikes of his head. Done. Done. (laughs) Done. Yeah. So I. The real question now is: Will he keep the mohawk now Mm -hmm. that his family's back? Only time will tell. Questions. Questions. But yeah, hey, I mean, real quick, like, yeah. so we mentioned before that it seems that whenever the men get depressed, their hair grows out. But it's weird and interesting that Clint, he's clearly messed up over the disappearance of his family. And yet, instead of letting it grow out all grungy, he takes the vigilante mohawk. Yeah, that's true. He gets mo- even more harsh and extreme in his look. Yeah. Yeah. Mohawk must mean taking care of business. I think he has a different personality, though. Instead of, like, whining and crying and, and you know, making himself this smaller man when bad things happen, he tends to just start digging deeper into his strengths, you know? Unfortunately, he does it in a, what we would call a negative moral way. I mean, he goes out killing a bunch of people. But, yeah, that's true. But he doesn't lose his stamina, you know? That's true. So he's an interesting one. Yeah, he didn't let that event like drag him down. He's like, nah, F this. I'm going to take revenge, even mm-hmm. if I can't do it towards the people who cause my pain. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, his grooming becomes more severe following yeah. you know, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait to see if he does keep the Mohawk. I like it. Yeah. We shall see. But speaking of severe men, Maddie, would you like to tell us about Nick Fury? Yeah, Nick Fury, man. My first comment, of course, was that he goes from, you know, obviously existing hair to not. (laughs) He's a beautiful, shiny, bald man in most of the Avengers films and in the Marvel Universe. However, we do get to see the younger version of him with hair um, briefly in um what is it captain Uh, marvel Marvel. oh my gosh yes so we see that he did start off with hair and i believe in that movie he also has his eye (laughs) (laughs) so he doesn't just lose his hair he loses an eyeball with that you know and he's rocking a store should start like a group therapy i know they should have like the one-eyed one-eyed you know superhumans Club or something. The one-eyed bros, yes, the cyclops. Consider Nick Fury a, a superhuman. Is he super? Or is he no, he's super so awesome. He has super secrets, and yeah, he's super badass. I think he's just like 
extremely intelligent. But anyway, he he was he was rocking a sweet fro in Captain Marvel, and then we see him throughout the rest of the Marvel universe completely bald. So my curiosity strikes as where did the hair go? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he has facial hair sometimes, and or I think in most of yeah most yeah he does and all that and everything else that he's in he has facial hair i don't remember if in captain marvel he has facial hair i think he doesn't but i could be wrong no Um, he doesn't but one of the one of our concepts is that uh well and and one thing too to to note is that he's pretty well kept i mean he always looks on point not just his hair but he's got like a super sleek look you know he's got yeah He's always wearing these sassy little turtlenecks and, <laughs> and, you know, and leather boots. And he looks pretty badass. So he goes from fledgling badass to full-grown badass, you know. Yeah. Hair in his eye. That mm-hmm. just changes the person. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely mentionable. We, I think for him, more than anything, we just want to know what happened. When, yes. What, what grunge phase did Nick Fury go through? <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. Yeah. Me too. yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see. What other honor- honorable mentions do we have? Oh, Rhodey. Uh, yeah. I mean, Rhodey <laughs> goes through a dramatic change. He changes everything from his hair to his actual face from the first <laughs> Iron Man. To- <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. It's low-hanging fruit, but the joke's right there. Come on. It's, it's funny. Yeah. 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 And then obviously there's the same joke there of Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo hair. But <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond that, though, um, there is a point like Mar- uh, I was going to say Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner's hair stays very consistent, you know, curly, curly hair, um, really cute. And, yes. you know, kind of kind of grows it out pretty. He has it pretty much the same length of, of hair for like the beginning Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, there's a moment where he totally shaves his hair um, in uh, the post credit scene in Iron Man 3 when Tony's recounting the whole story and uh, it cuts to Bruce. And he's like, I, I'm not that kind of doctor. <laughs> like, oh, you sweet know, baby Bruce. Yeah. He's, so like my headcanon is, you know, when he's acting he's forced to be Tony's therapist. He's just shaved his head because he can't deal with the stress of shampoo right now. Tony Stark is just too much. Oh, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> All the possibilities of stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's like, that was the most extreme cut he had. And he grew out a little bit again. I, I don't, It wasn't quite as long um, in the later movies, like in Ragnarok and um, even when he's Professor Hulk. It's not yeah. as quite as long as it was, say, in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit more close cut. Um, so it's better maintained. Um, I, th- I, It's not like, I don't, I'm not sure if it's anything in particular that says about his character in terms of that. What do you guys think? Hard to say. He always strikes me as that scientist type who's like so into his work that he doesn't think about, you know, cutting his hair and everything. Yeah. So I'm not too surprised that there's a bit of a consistency with his hair and character. Even in uh, Ragnarok, where you would think that no one would bother to cut his hair because as long as he's just fighting in the ring, then, you know, who cares? Right. But, yeah, his yeah. hair is even well-maintained there. So, yeah, no no real thoughts other than Bruce is a sweetheart and mm-hmm. I want to touch his hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> 
But going from what a man to what a woman, <laughs> I'd like to talk about hope. So you notice in the first Ant-Man movie that her hair is short. You know, she's got the bangs and the short hair look, you know. And I've known Evangeline Lilly and like other things. So seeing her with that kind of hair was very uh, startling. Her hair is usually long and wavy. To see it so short and even with bangs, it was very clinical, you know. It's just, it was a little strange. But I guess when you think about it, in the first Ant-Man, she's working for this guy who's like her father's protege slash rival slash enemy kind of thing, you know. And she's estranged from Hank, you know, so... And she has to maintain this air of indifference towards him in order to trick, uh, uh, I forgot his name, I feel bad, the the bad guy. But You know what, he's so generic, we could probably just call him bad guy and no one would mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yellow Jacket, that, that's his bad guy name, you know, just to differentiate between the generic bad guy-ness. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so she had to pretend that she was still like completely estranged from her father and granted you know she st- she and him still didn't get along but she was definitely more on his side than yellow jacket side so i guess she had to keep her hair and bangs sh- like short and perfect and clean you know just to maintain that professional aura you know yes. but it's awesome to see her grow it out you know and ant-man and the wasp you know it's really awesome because now we see her as more Evangeline Lily-esque, you know, just it's incredible. And it's clearly more her. She's like broken away from that. Like I'm angry at my father to, okay, it's time to move on. It's time to get things done because we have superheroing to do. I am the wasp, you know? Hmm. So needless to say, I love her hair as it is now, and I hope she keeps it that way in the next Ant-Man movie. Agreed. Let it flow, Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> yas, Queen. So, um, I guess another mentionable hairdo, which many of our friends admire, and myself included, is Killmonger in uh, Black Panther. As we see in uh, some of the opening scenes where he's he enters with that sort of hipster, um, spunky, trendy, upward braid ponytail thing. It's, yeah. you know, he, he transitions throughout the movie with different types of um, sort of, I guess, arrangements of his braids. Because they're not, he doesn't necessarily lose the braids, but he changes the arrangement of them. And I think... One thing to mention is that, you know, the whole side swoop to his locks being braided towards the front of his hair when he's in, you know, this sort of angry, um, figuring things out, planning phase. Um, yeah. And then later we see him in battle with his hair braided back. So it's out of his hair, you know, it's out of his face when he's ready to infiltrate yeah. Wakanda and he's all dressed up and ready to go, you know, and so definitely a mentionable hairdo and it's very stylish it started a whole trend Hmm. uh, especially with african-american community because obviously you know he's african-american and only they can work that beautiful you know fro style hair and and those gorgeous braids and he i think one of our friends actually was admiring that as well 
I'm yeah, he took on the hairstyle. He took on the entire nice. persona. <laughs> yep, he really did. It's it it's great. Started like a mad trend for him. <laughs> and he, he worked it too, so no harm, no foul. But, um, but yeah, definitely a mentionable hairdo, especially to the stylist who worked probably really hard to get him looking so fine. Yeah. Um, I'm always in the mood for Michael B. Jordan, just <laughs> FYI. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> Yeah, who is it? Is this is this a podcast to analyze hair or is it just us thirsting over men's hair and women's hair, just all the hair? Yeah, I think it's just just a little, just a little combination of both. This is for <laughs> all thirsty listeners as well as hair enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, we're giving major, major props to the beauty team on yes. you know yes. the Marvel Universe movie. The there. unspoken heroes of the MCU. Yeah. Thank the you. Who bring us these gorgeous people? I mean, they don't look like that waking out of waking up out of bed in the morning. I'm sure. <laughs> so, and of course, another honorable mention is Nakia um, from Wakanda. She goes for that natural during the party scene. She has that beautiful green dress and sort of a red reddish hairstyle, and then later we see it twisted, um, you know, into sort of like a spiky twist braid thing and um it matched all of her hair and I, I think it's it goes without saying but everybody's hair and costuming in that film were excellent um yes I really thought she looked just stunning in that scene where they're going to the party and they're trying to infiltrate whatever operations are going on and um she's kind of under she's in disguise and um, I really admired that hairdo because she works that color really well and, and it goes really well with her dress and the whole party scene. So props forever to the costume and makeup team on, on the on Black Panther. Absolutely amazing. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. I think out of all the out of all the Marvel films, they did one of the best jobs working on costuming. Just excellent. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay, Any other honorable uh, mentions? Yes, other honorable mentions. Um, of course, we have Vision, you know, from bald to Paul Bettany hair for a hot second. <laughs> and let me say a hot second. Um, hot oh my second. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> it was right there, guys. Um, you know, and uh, of course, you know, I would be remiss to go a whole podcast episode to not mention my secondary love, Peter Parker. Um <laughs> I don't really have yeah it had to be said I don't really have a character analysis for his hair in so much as I have an obsession with his hair um <laughs> so much so that I wrote an entire fake about his hair of just like yeah, you did of MJ's obsession with it which reflected my own um <laughs> getting back <laughs> into thirst I, territory yeah, man thirst <laughs> like about his his hair is that like you could tell like especially in the first um movie uh homecoming like you know it's curly and but like it's pretty maintained like it's obvious you know he's ruthless with with the um with the gel you know and like it's it's pretty kept together and you know but there are those moments where he's like coming out of the suit or like coming out of a fight and especially in um far from home in those final scenes when he's you know, fighting Mysterio, and it's just, he's, he's a wreck, like a literal wreck, he's been hit by a train, oh you know, um, yeah, <laughs> and, that hurts and me. his hair is just, like, all over the place, and it's, like, 
you know, it's like he's been through like the ringer and you see it in all respects, his whole his whole appearance, not just his hair. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing I kind of liked about it, though, too, even when he gets cleaned up again, his hair is still kind of like extra wild. And I'm like, I'm into it. I love wild curly hair. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> so, OK, that my that's my spiel. That's my spiel. I'm done. It's OK. It's OK. It could happen to the best of us. so i'm pretty sure all of our listeners have noticed that we basically went through almost all the avengers like granted we didn't talk about guardians of the galaxy just because you know the ones that who do have hair didn't change anything and you know we have no hair for most of them anyways (laughs) but you know i'd like to point out a bit of irony here Mm. tony stark is the character who appears in like most of the movies and yet, his hair changes the least. Like, just just let that sink in for a second. Like, oh, Tony's hair and facial grooming is consistent between all the movies from beginning to end. And he doesn't even change during his hardest moments, you know? Like, yeah. n- like not even when he's, like, floating in space or when he's imprisoned by the Ten Rings. Which, you know, s- speaking of which, I'd like to point out right here, right now, that... Like, he still has his hair and his facial uh, hair as that, like, extremely wealthy frat boy, arrogant billionaire look, you know? Like, even while the Ten Rings are, like, torturing him and making him do stuff for him or whatever. But yet, he still has his hair. Mm -hmm. But yet, why did Bucky not get that luxury with Hydra? Like, like the, the Ten Rings cared enough about Tony Stark... To probably cut his hair or, or like give him a quick little cleanup or whatever. But does Bucky get that luxury? No. What the heck, Hydra? What the he heck? Because Tony Stark gets special treatment no matter where he goes. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I Just... wish that wasn't as true as it is. <laughs> it is though. It is. Oh my gosh. Gosh, and the thing is, you like someone could say like, "Oh, the Ten Rings, you know, they had some sort of decency," and I'm like, "No, they just no, yeah, right." Mm-hmm. They just figured, "Oh, my, might as well keep the billionaire happy while he builds stuff for us, you know, let him clean up a little while we, you know, waterboard him or whatever." And I'm just like, oh, "Man, these people suck. All the villains here suck." Just, well, yeah, yeah, they are the that's villains. The point. <sighs> yeah but i just you know i think i think our friend caroline would be super proud of our our tony stark rant right now but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not ranting at tony per se but still that injustice come on hydra come on i mean going back though it like his character like we talk about how these characters that they're situations changed and their responses changed you know like steve's attitude about the world changes and so his hair changes you know steven strange finally gets the beard he's always secretly wanted (laughs) you know (laughs) you know uh clint responds with revenge revenge haircut yeah Um, yeah like they all like they all do you know change their hair with their situations but not tony nope it's interesting that even though he goes through these um these circumstances and granted he does learn a few things along the way and everything but for the most part he's still got that 
cocky attitude, arrogant billionaire, I'm totally effing Stark, I do what I want kind of thing going along with him. Yeah. And it's pretty clear that his hair and his facial hair kind of reflect that, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. like as his he his personality stays the same, you know, sort of his disposition, his philosophy doesn't really change. Um and yeah, no, and his hair and his beard don't really change. And I I just think it's interesting. You know, I also just... want to note that he's one of the older Avengers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Like, as far as age goes, he's farther along in life than some of the others. Not necessarily in maturity, but <laughs> but he's farther along. And I want to say that, like, at some point in your life, you get to this sort of constant, you know, because you're finally you've finally reached who you are, though we don't stop changing. But it seems like Tony just he knows who he is. and He knows how he wants to look no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, there are times where like his hair like gets a little longer or something, but for the most, it's still like the swooped up look, you know. Mm-hmm. And the beard, the shape of it always is always pristine. Stays the it's same. always the same. Yes. You yeah. know, the, the reason why it's like known as like the Tony Stark haircut, the Iron Man beard. You know, it's yeah, it's it definitely it's his look. It's distinctive. It's constant. Just well as he is. Yep, that's true. You and your hair are a rock, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so that's that's all our list of characters and all Ooh. all their different hairstyles. Um like I said, we didn't go through everybody, um, and you know, we definitely <laughs> we definitely wanted to talk about hair for everybody, but oh. you know, they reached a point where it was like, well, you know, so and so didn't change or yeah. so and so doesn't have hair, so we really combed through a lot of the movies too. Like, oh, we were like, yeah. Uh, we did so good trying to find, you know, what we needed. Yeah. Nice. Well, I, I love how deep we got with the hair, you guys. I'm very proud of us. Me too. Ditto. Another well, again, thank you guys so much for for joining us today. We're we were so we had a lot of fun with this episode, as you could probably yeah. tell. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so again, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope yeah. you guys are staying safe and staying sane out there. Yep. Yep. Try to maintain your hair while we're at it. Yep. Yeah, don't get <laughs> don't get through one of these grunge looks like the other Avengers, okay? Shave it yeah. all off. Shave <laughs> Just shave. Shave That's off. the answer. I've had several friends do that. Go you know, it's a possibility. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yes. Anyways, thank you guys, uh, thank you. and thank you guys for for joining me, Jen and Maddie. As always, it's a pleasure to to have you. Absolutely, thanks for having me. A very excellent pleasure to have me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, right. I had a blast. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, we'll we'll see you next time on Nerd, Nerd Alert. Alert. Bye. Bye. Bye.